Welcome back to North London's Most Red. You can tell it's been a shocker because Kieran's out for blood. He's out for blood. Anything you say that isn't what he wants to hear right now is going off. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Go on. Let's hear the first bit of rage. No, man. I didn't even want to do the intro today because I'm, 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 I'm that pissed off. <laughs> Go on. Start it I off. Don't, I don't even want to say. Like, I, I feel Where like... do you want to start? Where do you want to start? I feel like this is a dead body and we can like there's so many organs messed up that you can pick where you want to start cutting in now my friend texted me and he said if you're a team that's on a bad run you want to play Arsenal and he couldn't be more right look at Man United look at Everton like this is a team that excuse a couple of players and they're a championship level team with the players they've got right and look how we performed today that was for me, probably our worst performance of the season. Yeah. Like, because in, in the Man City and the Liverpool games, you can expect to catch body um, and get killed. But that was being outplayed for 80 minutes of the game by a team that have far worse players than us. No, they've got a couple. that like They're not a good team. But, but collectively, you go man for man. We are the better team, yeah. We're, the, we're superior players, mm-hmm. for sure. So what what does it leave me to believe? It's got to be the manager. And we've seen it time and time again. He can't get a result he in a hard game. A game. He can't manage He can't a get game. a result in a hard game. Like, yeah, you can look at the Leicester away win and, you know, the Tottenham home win. We should be get, beating Tottenham at home. And, yeah, the Leicester results, the only result that maybe it wasn't expected. Every other hard game, Everton, Man City, Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, we lost. All of them. And we've not, we haven't even been close in any of them games. Any of them games. And we're not good. We're not going anywhere. We're not going in the right direction. We've got no style of play. Our defence is not good enough. I don't care what anyone says. Our defence is not good enough. Maybe man for man, the back four is not the worst. But the way it's set up doesn't work. And I said to you, we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. And I said to you, our back four is not as good as you think it is. We haven't no, played anyone difficult. not given any support by the midfield who just but, fall to pieces. But, you know, like I said, man for man, it might not be the worst back four in the league, but... Honestly, with a good midfield, that is a really good back four, in my opinion. But I'm not trying to defend them. I wouldn't say today. really good. I'd I, say don't, like I don't want us to be distracted over that one that we've got big stuff yeah, to talk yeah. about. Go on, go on, go on. Mate, I'm so... <laughs> Honestly, there's, I, I want to talk about the game management. That's the bit I really want to gripe about for like four hours yeah. right now. Let's talk about the game management. Yeah, Both from the ta- tactical side and the substitution side. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I'm an armchair fan, uh, armchair manager, I mean, right? I say all this stuff, but I'm not on that mm-hmm. pitch. Uh, and so I give a bit of credit to anyone that actually does that because I assume that in the absence of all knowledge that they know more than me. And there's obviously a lot that goes into this stuff. You do coaches, players and all stuff. But yep. who thought that putting in Kessie on the wing was a good play? And who thought that leaving Xhaka, who's tied on a yellow, can't make any tackles, is never agile to begin with? For another yeah. half an hour was a good play. Well, you saw, you saw. Like, I don't want to skip too far ahead, but you saw with the second goal that yeah, Jacka exactly. He just sort of could have he let him go away. past. Yeah, yeah like because he knows if he gives a foul away, it's a red card. Yeah, and you know, eight times out of ten, that it, they don't score from that attack. So, I mean, I'm not going to blame Jacka for that play for sure. Um, but in a different situation, you have someone on the pitch that can yeah. make that make that tackle. Why? Why can't? You know, why didn't he sub Jacko? Like, Jacko with a red card when we're getting pressured that much. Sorry, Jacko on a yellow card when we're getting pressured that much when he's got 30 minutes to play. It's never a good idea to leave him on the pitch. And like you said, you bring in Enketia on at left wing. Like, 
It was the dumbest thing. I, I want to reiterate that um, Nketiah has rejected a contract. He yep. wants to leave. Yep. He's going to leave either in January or in June. Mm-hmm. If why, you why don't sign the contract, you don't play. You why is Balogun not playing? Play. Why is Balogun not playing? We have another highly rated young striker called Flo Balogun, who scores Joke. 16 goals in 12 starts in the other 23s. I know it's the other 23s, but it's a good start. Who is apparently going to get loaned out in January. And that's another thing yeah. I want to bring up in a bit later, once we've done getting angry. We have mm-hmm. we have Pepe, who for some reason has been relegated to literally the reserves. Enkesia... Yeah. Um, has not signed a deal. He's not that good to begin with. He shouldn't be on the bench. You should go, all right then, I appreciate that. You signed a contract. We paid you 20 grand a week when you weren't that good. You will not see the pitch for seven months. That's how you lay, you make your bed, you lay in it. Or you let you. we take seven million in January for you. That's how it is. It's our way or the highway. What kind of message does that send to everyone who's got 18 months left on their deal? That if you don't sign the deal, you'll still play and still advertise yourself to your next club to give you that fat signing on bonus. What's a terrible, 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 terrible way of living. Yeah. We can't do. We can't manage anything. He shouldn't be anywhere near the squad. Um, and the fact that Lack is probably leaving and Alba's terrible now. If I was in Ketty, I think this is the best chance I've ever got to break into a top, you know, whatever we say, top six. He used to mm-hmm. be top six team. And he still wants to leave. And I think that's very telling. Um, uh, he shouldn't be on the pitch. That was a sitter he missed. That was Alba-level sitter. And that's all he's good for. He's not a build-up play guy. He's a poacher. So he can't do those. I'm not sure what he can do. Terrible decision to sub him on. We could have had Pepe, who for all his faults would have done more that game. Yeah. Um, I would say, though, one thing about the Inketia while we're still on the topic, he did more in 10 minutes than Lacquer did in the whole 80, so I'd, I wouldn't hate on him too much. We've been, and we've been talking about Lacquer's build-up play and how he's like he generally more today. involved. Terrible than, today. But like, oh, His worst game in an Arsenal shirt today. And we go over how when Alba was playing, oh, Lacquer would have been the main man. He can drop deeper, he can make all this stuff happen. Yeah. None of that really happened today for Didn't whatever reason. I also we, we want to say, I want to go back to the Enketia point. If we were so set on um, not playing Pepe and like all our other wingers, why did we loan out Reese Nelson? If we're just going to now use a striker who's running his deal down on the left wing, who's not even good at left wing. Yeah. He's barely well, good up front. I'd rather clear. play Balogun on the wing. It's, I mean, it's it's just clear. It's Our manager doesn't have a clue. He's absolutely clueless. And... I, I've got obviously a lot of Arsenal friends but they're all Arteta in and I have no idea why. Like what I wanna say there's nothing I've seen from him that makes me think we're going in the right direction and we can get top four this season. Nothing. I've seen nothing. Got no style of play, we've got no identity. Our players our play when he's not getting eighty percent out of the players. He like a top manager motivates these players to play good in these games and get results and like have that mentality where they don't just roll over. And today we did, like we did at United, like we, we've done against all the big teams. And obviously Everton, I'm not really included in the big teams, but this is the type of game where away from home in a hostile environment, we just fold. And like you could tell it was coming. Like I, I said, as soon as we went 1-0 up, and we went into the second half, and Everton started to dominate the game. I knew I, I I've got I numerous it. texts I where I've sent to my mates. We're losing this, or I thought we'd go one. At least I didn't know if we'd lose for sure. But lose. I just, they were definitely scoring. Yeah, 
And I, I mean, I, it could have been a lot worse. Let's put it that way. Honestly, it could have been four or five one to them. 100%. At one all, I would have felt bad for them if it ended a draw because they we deserve to win. We they didn't deserve, deserve the point if we'd gone to a point. And when that goal came, and the second goal, I believe was actually very defendable. And you obviously he's got one move yeah. and it's cut in. So obviously, just don't let him cut in. Let him take a shit shot with his left or try and cross it. That's less dangerous than him cutting in. Um, and they let him do that, and they backed off and let him double faint. It's so dumb that, like, yeah, I feel like I would have predicted this stuff. So why are these defenders they get coached all week for this stuff, not predicting it? Maybe 100%. it's the lack of concentration in the 92nd minute. But again, that can be coached. That's just desire. Uh, we'll come on to another thing about desire in a bit when we talk about Partey's recent quote. But we'll not go yeah, on that yeah, right yet. Yeah, I want to talk about the game first. For more, Partey was dreadful today. Solid two out of ten performance, and I've been you. I think you think I've been unfair on party, but I'm really, really, really disappointed. I think he's honestly like Pepe levels of bad transfer at the moment. Um, yeah, I think I think it's difficult. I think that definitely tonight he had one of his worst games. I think that he's not quite been as bad as people have made out, but I think the problem that because he was supposed to be the guy that sorted our midfield out for forty five million, I think he gets judged more harshly than. If he was, you know, if he was just a regular midfielder like Sambi or or Xhaka that wasn't bought for so much money and wasn't supposed to be the saviour, do you know what I mean? So I think he does get judged a little bit more harshly. I don't think he's been as bad as people made out. He's definitely poor today. Um, but yet again, we didn't control the game. And we this is a common theme where we don't ever seem to have any control over the game. Like, yeah. ever. It's the midfield, though. It is the midfield that falls to pieces. Like, I, think it, I don't think I've a combination it's of a lot weird of things. The, the Xhaka and Partey is less of a solid midfield than a few years ago when it was Xhaka Torreira. Mm. And Torreira is not seen as the player that Partey is or the imposing part, like player that Partey yeah. is. So, it, that's, that's the last time that we had a midfield that ever controlled games. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that. Cocalan Santi. I, but the thing is, as well, like, it's got to the stage now where, you, you know, you've got Partey who. You know, out of Philadelphia Madrid, debatably a world-class midfielder. Um, you know, Xhaka, he's not my favourite midfielder, but performs for Switzerland. Um, no, no, he's not world-class. You know, no, no, I didn't, I didn't say it was world-class. But class. he's not even close. Like, no, no, I don't no, want to play him in the said, conversation. No, 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 I'm, but what I'm trying to say to you is that a better manager gets more out of this midfield. And I'm not specifically saying Xhaka, Xhaka's Jack played one game. I'm not I'm not specifically saying him, but what I'm trying to say is they'd set up a system where these players would adapt and play better in it. Like I think the the manager's the issue. I don't I don't think I think obviously you can blame players for poor performances, but when it goes on for this long, it's gotta be a problem from you know, with the way the style of play or the positions or you know, how it's coached, it it's gotta be coming from the manager at this point. I think that any Arsenal fans that think we've had a good season this season are deluded. A hundred percent. And there's no doubt about that. If you seriously think being seventh in the league and losing in these games, the nature of we have, and you still think we're going in the right direction, you're deluded, a hundred percent, no doubt about that. I'm I also want to say that I was gonna start this and intro this by saying these games feel like watching paint dry, they but do. actually I don't think that because paint drying is like a fairly monotonous, continuous thing, and this is more like jittery than that. It's like riding in like a golf buggy on asphalt but it's not pleasant it's like just bumpy and like stilted and stud is the the football is not pleasant to watch it's so yeah 
like it used to be that if you scored about like, good, we've got that sorted. All right, calm. Mm-hmm. Like you'd expect it, and now it's just like, thank fuck, we've got a goal. like we've got a goal. We might be able to get three points if we can keep a clean sheet. And it's just such a rarity, and it's like you can't have any composure when you have so many few opportunities at goal that everything is like gold dust, and you start snatching them because you're so like, oh my god, I'm excited now. I've seen the goal in their third. Uh, it'd be, I think it's, it'd be interesting as well to know that like. When we go one 0 up, like I swear, under like other managers like Emery and Wenger, we used we used no, to get the second goal quite often. No, Emery would throw away one nils by being a pussy all the time. Yeah, potentially, but I'm talking about like over the last few years, you know, maybe before I said to maybe even before Emery. But I remember, and it happens with a lot of of the bigger teams, that, like when they get a goal, they normally press on for the second goal, but we just we just can't seem to get the second goal. Like I, I can remember, is it? Maybe the Tottenham, Leicester, and Aston Villa games—the only time that we've actually gone two 0 up in a game this season. Within how many games we played this season? Sixteen, seventeen, and we've gone two 0 up like what three or four times. With the late, the level of opposition we're playing, like it, it's seriously not good enough. I can't think of any others. I've just been racking yeah. my brain. It might, there might be one, but yeah, yeah. I think maybe Newcastle. I think we went oh, two 0 yeah, up course, as well, yeah. but that was right towards the end of the game. But and that's because they were throwing the kitchen sink at us, but. What else do you say, man? It's it's frustrating, but we've been here before. One thing I want to say in the game is that Everton were very dirty in that game, and I'm not. This I, is and something when... I want to talk about as well because there's a lot. This this is the reality that happened, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of parallel realities where very different things happen, yeah, especially 100%. if the red goes that way in the first half. There's two reds for me personally. But yeah, well, you think the I know you're going to disagree. Yeah, mate, that was that was high. See, it was a very studs up. I it think was reckless. A, I think it's a yellow. I don't feel like it's a red because I don't. That's more of a red to me than the Godfrey one, personally. No, no, no. It's reckless, and he could have broken his leg by doing that. That's that's worse. It was more of a me. sweep though, rather than like a plant. It was. You need to watch it again. It from it what was I too saw, high. I it was didn't too feel high. like it was way too high. It was if it was on dumb. his foot, yeah, it's it, it was the mid shin. That's that's a red, hundred percent. They didn't even look at it again. Like VAR didn't even look at it. Didn't get a yellow for it. Like God Godfrey took Saka out about fifteen times in that game. Yeah. And didn't get a yellow card with the first ten fouls he did on Saka. Like yeah. I, I I don't get it. Like Mike Dean's obviously a terrible ref and we've got a lot of bad history of Mike yeah, Dean. There was a one point where someone took a free kick, Laka like stops it instantly and it was just waved on and then like he was just like, No, this is how it goes. Like doing like like, you know that emoji where, like, the guy's shrugging yep. his shoulders with his hands out? Like, as if, like, yeah, the football rules don't apply to me. I do what I feel like. The fact that, you know, if you get brought over to the screen, what is non-verbally being communicated is, yeah. well, you've missed something, have a look at this. It's a formality. It's just lip service that you even go. It's basically VAR giving the red card for you. And so you can't... Yeah. No, it's, you're not supposed to go to the VAR thing, see the clear red card, and go, no, not, no further action. They've not told you that. By showing that you yeah. probably made a mistake, they're saying, bro, you Nobody fucked this one up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? So he thought there was no, like, uh, commitment or intent or that's an accident. Mm. But I'm not going to lie, man. I've played a fair bit of football. I've never put my studs in someone's face before. And if I come close, I'm making sure that I fall over at an angle that no pressure's being it's placed It's also anywhere. reckless. Like, it doesn't have to be intentional if it's reckless, no, and that's reckless. So there's a, the fact that there was a mark on Tommy Essie's face suggests that there was enough force on that to cause that mark. Even if you do yeah. fall on someone, you it's not difficult. And you instinctively find a way to brace the impact as to deflect the impact off of your leg and onto your other parts of your body you would never press the studs into them no i also think it'd be worth knowing what the our win percentage 
is with Mike Dean when he referees our game because <laughs> I think there's we don't win very often. Honestly, there is stats. I believe that there are stats that I've been shown before about Mike Dean's Arsenal stuff. He hates Arsenal. Like I'll be honest, he actually does. I mean, you know, because I think he regrettably had to rule out two of Evans' offside goals. Was which were, un- were unlucky to Evans, but that further evidences the fact that Evans should have definitely won this game. And anyone that thinks that we should have got anything from this game, like y- you're watching a different game, 100%. So, and that's not negative, that's just reality. No, I agree with you on that. We don't deserve to win that game. There's nothing negative about saying we didn't deserve to win a game that we didn't deserve to win. There's, there's negativity in like yeah. blindly saying they were terrible if we weren't, or like if we win, being like, no, nah, there's underlying stuff. But that can be just like pragmatic as well. In this case, we played terrible or we lost. That's just how it is. We got what we I think deserved. The, the positives for me... And there's very, very, very few. On, I think Odegaard had a very good game, personally. Yeah. You you didn't agree with me he when had, I said that he had well. two shots that he took time and took a touch that he could just banged way quicker. Yeah, I think and he's I think meant it's to be the technical well, player though. He's meant to be the technical it's guy. It's a split second them. decision though. But he's quick you know I mean? with the feet. He can take it down and control it quick. His close control is his best asset. I think the one that got blocked, I think it was by Godfrey or he Holgate could have shot before again. Then. But yeah, no, he should have hit it first time or very quicker than he did but I think he doesn't he doesn't he obviously doesn't have a the striker's instinct where they know him that first time and it's not his fault he lost he's, but he's too technical that he needs to kind of take a few too many touches sometimes but Saka's exactly the same yeah there's I so was many about times to say Saka. With Saka where if he just hits it there was, a, there was one in the first half where if he hits it first time he scores nine times out of ten but he took like he waits for the ball to come to him then he takes three or four touches He's been too predictable and he, although we give him a lot of praise and stuff last season, he's quickly becoming very, very predictable. You think? In his play. What he did you is. think of the Tom Yassi ball over the top that he stopped running quite early for? Because to yeah, me, that looked yeah. like he could have made that or at least tried hard. Like You don't know for sure you're not going to make that. So it seemed like a bit lack yeah. of commitment to not really go No, exactly. I, I, said, I said the exact same thing to my wife when we were watching it. I was like, why has he just stopped running there? He could have easily got on that. And I don't understand why I was confused. he stopped. I, I think he, there was like, in his head, he was like, I'm probably not going to get that, so I'm not going to go for it. And I think that was maybe the point where Godfrey has battered his legs enough that he kind of thinks, i kind of got to conserve my energy because, you know, I can barely run at this point because I've just been fouled about 15 times in the first mm. 20 minutes, so... I don't know. That is outrageous. I think if Godfrey gets sent off in the first half, we do go on to win that game. Yeah, I mean, we'll never know. Um, but I think that game was poorly refereed. But however, um, you know, I'm not relying on referee decisions to win games. I think that there was a lot more wrong than the ref today in terms of our yeah, style of play 100%. and the way that we att- I think attacking-wise, there's a big problem there. Um yeah, you know, all to the, be, they're all shit. That's the problem. To have less goals than games played is is embarrassing for a club like us. Especially with the philosophies that we've had previously. Under Wait, have, is that definitely a true stat? Because I think we've scored. I think we've scored fourteen and seventeen. I'll double check. I'm going to double check that. Cause I'm not sure that that's. We've sure. definitely scored less than the games we've played in hundred percent. Unless the Man United game skewed it a little bit, but I might be wrong. Um, at least it's close. Okay, no, no my bad. True. We've actually scored 18, 18 and 15. Yeah. But apologies. But still, that's really bad. Still, it's just over one goal. So it's. Um, it's game it's actually, actually better than a lot of people that are around us. Uh, we've scored more than Wolves, Brighton, and Tottenham. 
but again, it's still poor. You need to be getting two goals a game, really. Uh, Liverpool yeah. have three goals a game. We've also been outscored by Everton, Brentford, Crystal Palace, Watford, <laughs> um, Aston Villa. <laughs> Just one you know, over Newcastle. <laughs> so, and do you know what I mean? So, if you look at, if you look down the table, the team that are in twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, and seventeenth have scored more goals than us. So let's not make out like we've been scoring a lot of goals. No, we never have though. That's not that's our plan. We're one 0 the Arsenal at this point. We that is our main problem that. though. That's our main problem this season. I think obviously defence has been poor in at least five games. The games that we've lost, they've been very poor, and we've conceded far too much. But the attack is the main thing, which is letting us down. There's no, there's no link between the midfield and attack. Not consistency. Not fluid. It's just. It just we're predictable. We we move the ball You're far too slow. Like the few times that we link up and like Odegaard and move off moves off Saka and like in this game we look like we could actually do some damage, but it happens once every forty five minutes. It just it's not good enough. Oh, I, I just don't Let's know give what, a quick shout out to Tierney's cross and Odegaard's finish for the goal. That was a nice move yeah. that uh was a real fresh air breath because it's the not the kind the of spontaneous, creative thing. thing we do normally. So that was nice to feel alive for a moment. I enjoyed that. It was it was a good it finish was nice as well. To not a have really a whole nice half finish. of absolute dire football. Yeah, it was a great finish. Um, I mean that that's what Tierney gives you over Tavares. Yeah. Um, however, I think it was one of the things you know, like when a player's been out of the team so long, you kind of expect them to come back in and be amazing. Mm-hmm. I think Tierney had a very average game tonight. Well, no one covered themselves in glory. I think he was was quite poor. No, no, but of course. But you know, like when a player's not playing, you almost think they're like a lot better than they actually are sometimes. And I'm not saying Tini's terrible or anything like that. He's not. He's a great player. He's one of our best players. I don't know. I think it it showed that the gap between Tavares and Tini isn't quite as big as I thought it was by watching. But obviously it's one game at this point. Um, You know, Tini's probably not match fit either. So we'll see. But I, I... I didn't realise the gap was that close, yeah. judging by tonight's performance, but we'll see. All right, so I've got three things to go through with you. The first on. one is Partey, the second one is Southampton, the third one is Balogun. We'll go through one, two, three. Let's do it, man. You sent me this first, and then I saw the quote come up everywhere afterwards, but you were the first one to alert me of this quote that Partey told. I'm not sure who the fuck he's doing interviews, just dissing himself <laughs> to, but um, <laughs> yeah. it goes, uh, I would rate my own performances for Arsenal a 4 out of 10, adding that on occasion he lets himself lose concentration or something along those lines, which the first part is his fault because he needs to be better. The second yeah. part is the club's fault for instilling a culture that he's allowed to lose concentration. Imagine if he played for Conte. You think you lose concentration then? No, that's allowed. Bro, how, how you, you go from Simeone to Arteta. It's a big I think drop. that might be part of the reason why. Yeah. But no one's allowed to lose their, <sighs> their call in these games. No one's allowed to lose composure. No one isn't. This is elite football. This isn't Sunday league. You can't even. And the fact that you've acknowledged that and you still do it, that is a real problem. You, you can't. If you're trying to be, well, the I think best, the worst. Go on. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think the worst thing is that he's he's obviously spoken out about it, and then he's played that badly tonight because he didn't even get a four <laughs> out of ten tonight. Let's be real. He was a, uh, bro, like, he's been two out of ten for the last like five, six games. I I don't agree quite to that extent, um, but he was very poor tonight and. He lost the ball quite often. I don't think he... It, it was being totally committed the last couple of games. Um, 
and it just shows that Arteta hasn't got the culture right again. The one thing that everyone thinks he got, he's got, he doesn't do. So, you know. What would you give Party's Arsenal <laughs> career sure. out of ten? I'll give it five, you know, ish. Kind yeah, of. He's been harsh similar, himself. do you know what I mean? Like, I think that... Huh? You think he's been harsh on himself? He deserves a five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I think that, like, like I said, it, it's almost like the Pepe thing. Obviously not quite 72 million, but I think we... But even more than Pepe, we're, we, were, we were expecting this world-class midfielder come in from Atletico Madrid and we were expecting, you know, he's 27, he's in the prime of his career. Yeah. He's going to come in and he's going to sort out. No more Xhaka, that's what we thought. Um, and that we're going to have, like, a really good midfielder that's going to dictate the tempo. He's going to, you know, make us defensively secure. Um, and majority of games, he doesn't do any of them. Um, I still think he's our best midfielder um, in terms of central midfield. But, a lot closer than I than I thought it was going to be the gap between him and Sambi and El Nenny and Xhaka. Like I would have preferred El Nenny was playing tonight personally. I would have liked to see Maitland Niles or Sambi. I felt like there would have been more to offer from them. And the fact that Maitland Niles wasn't on the bench, as far as I know, he's not yeah. injured. It's a bit mad. Oh uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't get the logic between between I don't get the logic in putting Xhaka back into the team for 90 minutes when it's been his first game in like three months yeah and then just not not even stocking the bench with enough midfielders to cover him (laughs) like obviously Sambi's on the bench didn't even see the game Shaka's clearly done it's just mad like Mm. I don't know there were so many problems in this game I'm frustrated how can you leave and a lot of it caused by Arteta it's terrible game management terrible game management What, what, what stage are you at with him at the moment though um I think the Beyond the actual results, I've just I've I've realised how much less I enjoy watching Arsenal play, and that's the most important thing to me because I'm okay not winning every game if we play really good football, and we haven't been playing really good football. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I am at. Like, on do, the, do you think we're moving in the right direction with him? That's what I'm asking. It's it's very much not two steps forward, three steps back, but two steps forwards. And one and a half to two steps back, so it doesn't. It feels momentarily like we're advancing. You were saying yourself. So you, think the other day, you think we're going in the right direction then? Not really, slowly. no, no. But like so slow that it's not. It but doesn't feel like say, it's not. From what your no, steps. No, okay, say. okay, okay. But that at that forward speed, if it, if I only mean one and a half and not two steps back, it will take you ten years to build the, like a title winning squad, and that level of suffering isn't worth it. It's not worth it, even for a league title, to to go like this. And so, no, I don't. I don't think that I see enough evidence now. But it's at that level where, like, you're not really gonna like chuck someone out after losing against Everton and Man U after after two games because before that we were on a really good streak. Yeah, no, I agree. I think. Well, I don't think we're on a really good streak. I think we. No, just we were on a really game. good streak before. We that. we won games that we should have won. There was not one game in that we shouldn't have won. I think that we. When we beat the teams in the lower part of the league, I think we get a bit too excited and think that Leicester we're actually doing Leicester and Aston Villa and Spurs, man. But they're three teams we should always beat. But they're not, though. Nine times out of ten, we should be in them teams. I'm not trying to back it, and they like, the underlying signs weren't great, but that if you win those, that's a great result. No, if you look at the players, you look at the wage bill, you look at prestige and all that sort of stuff, we should beat them nine times out of ten. Always. No, no. matter what you say. We, no. we spend far more money on players than Leicester... 
we've got a much bigger wage bill. We should be beating Leicester nine times out of ten. Aston Villa, 100% nine times out of ten. Tottenham, maybe not nine times out of ten because they've improved over the years. However, at home, we should be beating them majority of the time. And if you can, if you disagree with that, then I don't really understand what your logic is, mate. Yeah, it's, it's, you, that, if you win those, especially away, that's a big result because those are good teams. And those teams will take points off a lot of clubs this season. Nah, Leicester haven't been out of this season. They haven't been out of this season, but I think if you looked at Leicester over the last two years, you'd think if to beat them away is a big result. We should be beating them nine times out of ten. 100%. Nine times out of ten? Yeah, 100%. The, the, With the wage bill that we have, the money that we spend on players, we should be beating them. And... The only the the only way that we don't is because of the gap in managers because majority of them teams have better managers than us. Statistically, well, the top I mean Brendan Rodgers and Conte are better than us now, so we'll we'll see what happens. Statistically, though, even though the number one team in any year will not be the number twenty team in a year ninety percent of the time. But the the key word is should. It doesn't mean. It no, but no one does. You can't should. get a record like that. So if you win I mean, maybe sixty-five percent of the time, then fine. Nah. But then, if even if you do that, that's still a good result. We can agree to disagree. I want to talk about Balogun, and then we'll move on to Southampton. So who's that? Southampton. No, no. Who's who's Balogun? Balogun. They're talking about loaning Balogun out in January. <laughs> I'm making a joke, by the way. If he's not <laughs> seen any pitch, I've forgotten who he was now. All right. So that's what I'm saying. He's he's the Long lost man, any? Well, I mean, he started one game against Brentford, anyway. So uh, the fact that he's not got, got too much game time, got a nice four years on his, three and a half years on his deal after signing it finally. After you promised me your house keys that he wouldn't, and I still haven't picked yeah. them up yet and started moving into your gaff, but I'm gonna do it at some point. So but you the, can see why he shouldn't have signed that. You can see why he shouldn't have signed. Well, he probably thinks in a year's time I'll be first choice because everyone's there was leaving. No, there was no logic. There was no logic in him signing at all. And I, I think I've been proven right. As in. What was the point of him signing that contract? Like, there was no point in it. Alba, going, hopefully. Laka, going. Inkessia, going. It's open. They're not going to promote him to the main striker, bro. So this is what I'm talking about now. This is what I want to bring up. There's talks of loans. What would you rather yep. him do? Would you rather him I want- go to League One and score 20 goals... Or would you rather him go yeah. to a, a championship t- side where he perhaps... We don't know. What do you think his level is? What do you think his level is right now? I mean, realistically, I think he's not going to play because Arteta's not going to play him. I mean, he might get one or two more starts So where season. would his level be so he needs, alone? He needs to go to a, a low-level Premier League team or a team that are going for promotion or playoffs in the championship. I don't really feel like he should go learn that, potentially. I mean, if if there's no offer on the table from any of them teams, then, yeah, go as low as you can get minutes and time and game time. But, like, he needs to be, like, starting consistently week in, week out. They're, like, these players are at a level of their development. Like, you've seen with Smith, right? You've seen with Saka. Where if they get cons- consistent game time, they improve and they become yeah. good players and players that are good enough to play for us. Yeah. But if you're not given that opportunity, then how are you going to... How are you going to turn into that player? It's just stupid logic. Yeah, I think that a lot of people fantasise about what Balogun's going to be just because we've seen so little mm-hmm. of him, um, apart from the under-23s. He's 23s. a good finisher, though. Yeah, he's got the confidence as well. He rates himself. But like the under-23s really don't predict a, like, a future star otherwise. Like, Afobi and uh, like, Akpom would have been world-class players. Uh, and Nketiah. 
So it would be, I want him to go out and learn so he can really gauge how good he really is. And if he scores 10 goals and 15 games in the championship, then I'll be super ready to welcome him. So at least a bench role in, in next year. And I really want to see where him. he's at. I'd play him. I'd play him over Albert and Lacquer. Um, right now. 100%. 100%. But it, to be fair though, against Brentford, he really looked at, like out of, One uh, game. out of his depth. One game though, isn't it? Yeah. Like we've seen 10 to 15 poor games from Alba and Lacquer. Like what's 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 the harm in giving him three starts in a row and see when that happens? What like, at play. this point what is the what is the but it, how is it risky? <laughs> You're not getting anything from Lacquer and Alba. How is it risky? I think you risk more by playing them for another three games. <laughs> like I I don't think you're risking anything. I think if anything, you're gonna get potentially more or nothing. You know and what? That, I would actually. Nothing, look, I'd like nothing. to see it. I'd like to see it because I want to see it. But uh, it won't happen. It won't happen. I know it won't happen, but it should happen. But <sighs> some at this point, sometimes like I'd even I don't rate him at all. But sometimes I think Enketi would do a better job than Aubameyang and Lacazette. Some I genuinely sometimes I think he would. Yeah. Like. I, and I'm not I'm not a massive fan of him, but I I feel like our striking options at the moment are so dire that like it, there needs to be a change. And if it, even if it means that someone else different comes in for a few games, I I, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm bored of watching Aubameyang and Lacazette just flop all the time. Yeah, I'm bored of them just looking <laughs> sorry for themselves on the pitch, shrugging their shoulders and like doing that ah sound effects. Like no, just I'd rather I'd rather play false nine with Odegaard as a false nine. Like really? I mean, today you saw that he's. He's a better finisher at the moment than Laka and Aubameyang. More confident, can put the ball in the back of the net. Like, um, maybe Smith Rowe is a false nine. Yeah. I, I want to see something different, mate. That's like, I don't think you you lose much if you take Alba and Laka out of the team and maybe put Smith Rowe Odegaard as a false nine. Like, I I honestly think that you get more creative players on the pitch. You know, you you're not carrying any passengers, and you might get somebody who can actually put the ball in the net. Because we haven't seen it from Lacquer and Alba for about two months now. So, on Saturday, we're at home against Southampton. <laughs> Scores on the doors, plans. Try and get this, like, try and think neutrally and not think about the game that we just lost and think, um, how do you think it's going to go? How, do you rate Southampton this year? What do you think it will happen? Because I think we're going to win, I'll be honest. It's difficult. I think it's difficult because I think that. <sighs> As much as we are, um, Southampton are a very hard team to predict how they're going to play. And it's not out of the realms of possibility that they turn up to the Emirates and they give us a really, really hard game. I, I, I don't envisage that... They've got passes. This is, yeah, I, I, don't believe, I don't believe this is going to be a game where we don't have any problems and that we're going to win very comfortably. No, this isn't Newcastle. I don't... I don't well, Newcastle still give us problems, let's be honest. <laughs> no, they didn't really, though. I think... I think that I can see a draw or a win to Southampton. Are you just saying this because of how we played today? I'm oh, not. You're allowed I, to, you're allowed I, to I genu- It does inform. Like, I think future. we're in a bit of a. I think we're. You know how with this Arteta team we seem to go on bad runs and then go on good runs. Mm-hmm. I can see, and, and I'm not trying to be negative. I'm, not, I'm I am actually trying to be positive, but I can actually see us going on another bad run. I mean, we're on one at the moment. Let's be honest, like. Considering the last three or four yeah, games, yeah, three so losses in the last run. five games or something. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I, I, I genuinely think that sometimes with this team, especially with confidence and stuff like that, we, we go through these lulls and we go through these bad runs sometimes, and we, we seem to lose a lot of games in a row instead of like, you know, that the top teams do they'll win five and they might have a, a, a bad draw or a, a random loss, and then they'll keep it moving and they'll win the consistent next five or four. Do you know what I mean like? Yeah. I feel like we go through, we run a bad run or a good run. We're never, we're never consistent. Mm-hmm. For more than ten games in a row, we're never like for ten games in a row. We'll win seven, lose two, and draw one. Do you know what I mean? We're never kind of that. We haven't been like that, that since like mid like Arsene Wenger era. We never got it under uh, Emery, and we've not had it under Arteta. Yeah, no, and I, I, I agree. But yeah, going back to the Southampton game, I think that obviously I I do rate Southampton's manager. I think that he he brings something different. I rate him. And I think that I I I I also have this thing where I think Southampton in terms of going on runs and stuff like that, I think they are quite similar to us in that respect. Like they will lose like five in a row. Well maybe not quite as bad as us, but they, they will go through bad patches of form and go through good patches of form. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not I'm not actually hundred sure on their current form. I think they're actually going through quite a bad patch they're, of form. They're they're not far out of the relegation zone at all. Uh, they're two right draws, two losses. No, mate, they're, so they're, the they're, last four they're results they've had two draws and four, two losses. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm saying their last yeah, they're four not in good form. Premier League games they've had two points and four games, two draws and two losses. Yeah, so I mean, if there's any team to play when you're on a bad run, <laughs> come to the Emirates. Come, come we'll, we'll sort come you come out. Play we'll put you on the right track. We should be a life we'll coach. Give you the free points. We'll give you the we'll give you the way forward. It's, uh, exactly, man. So, okay, so what's predictions then? Go predictions. Well, I don't think we're going to score much, so I'm going to give us a goal. Um, <laughs> give us a goal, like it's charity. <laughs> I'm going to give us one. I'm going to give us a singular goal, um, and I'm going to say, I'm I'm a bit undecided whether it's going to be one-one or two-one Southampton, but I'm I think it's I think a draw. I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go one-one. You know, what? I'm going to go super positive. You know. I'm gonna go super positive. Three, three, one. I feel it in my bones, man. I feel like something's like I feel like we're gonna just hit the craziness. Nah. I think that we're gonna have. I think so. I think that Saka's gonna score two, and I think that um, Partey's gonna score. Saka's gonna score two. <laughs> He's done that. <laughs> I didn't remember the last time Saka got two in a game, man. It's gonna happen. Be real. You heard it here first. I've got good. I don't faith. know if Saka's got the legs to even play. So he might not play. Alright, if he doesn't play, so then um, yeah. Nketiah is going to get. <laughs> there we go. You heard it here first. Yeah, I don't think Nketiah. Oh, Nketiah might. I don't know who's going to start. To be honest, I think Arteta needs to switch it up. I mean, Arsenal board needs to switch up by getting. Who really can we switch up with? We haven't got anyone else to put in there. It was trash. I mean, let's. No, let's, let's not make out like we couldn't go for someone. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll. I won't go. January will be interesting. January will be interesting. Or maybe just sad. Yeah. All right. Should we call it there? We'll see. Yeah, man. All I right. think we should call it there for our season, really. <laughs> I wish we could just press pause there. <laughs> finish seventh. Euro leagues. Sorry, the conference league. 100%. No, anyways. So thank you very much for listening. This is North London's Most Read. Uh, we'll be back at the weekend for Southampton's game on the Saturday. Uh, thank you very much. We made it all the way through and appreciate it. Thank you.